Welcome to The Cloakroom. This is a podcast brought to you by The Daily Iowan covering national politics. I'm your host, Jake Nemers, and today in The Cloakroom we have an interview with United States Senator and presidential candidate Cory Booker. Uh, Senator Booker was at the Iowa Memorial Union Monday night speaking to a crowd of students and Iowa City residents and voters um, on a multitude of issues uh, covering you know, his, his new child poverty plan, gun violence, health care, and asylum, just to name a few. Um, but Senator Booker was nice enough to sit down with uh, me and one of our other reporters for the Daily Iowan, uh, Julia Shanahan. She's our assistant politics editor as well. So we were able to sit down with Senator Booker and talk to him about a multitude of, uh, of different things that are kind of pressing him in his campaign um, at the moment. Um, you know, we talked to him about different things like his um, recent fundraising haul. Uh, we talked to him about why he's coming to Iowa City at this moment um, and how he's preparing for the next Democratic presidential debate. So I hope you all enjoy our interview with Senator Booker, um, which is coming on right now. Our dream will not perish in the pit. Together, America, we will rise. Thank you. So something I did want to follow up with from your speech was that you had said beating Donald Trump is the floor and not the ceiling. Yes. And a lot of candidates have dedicated a good part of their stump speech to talking about Donald Trump. So maybe how have you been trying to differentiate your message from the other candidates by maybe not talking about Donald Trump? So it's not about differentiation for me. It's just about being who I am, mm-hmm. which is not letting this campaign become defined by him. It's about us. It's not about him. It's about who we are, who we're going to be to each other. Here's a guy that got the same amount of votes that Mitt Romney got. Uh, we have to get our community inspired, our, our voters uh, charged up and energized, uh, and get even his voters to understand that this is not about us versus them. It's just simply about we. And, and that's really the mission and the message of my campaign. It's about trying to pull people together. I'm not trying to even divide Democrats. I'm trying to unite the entire party. I celebrate the fact that there's other good people in this race that have different messages. Uh, but my message has been the same no matter what the circumstances are. I'm about trying to unite people in this country to get back to the common cause that we have in getting a nation that's more just and has greater opportunity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the last 10 days, um, I know your campaign was really persistent in the outreach and doing your fundraising. Yes. And you met a record goal for the quarter. Yeah. So I was just wondering, what was it like asking people for money? It is the most difficult part of the campaign, frankly. Uh, but it's also the most inspiring when you get like $3 donated to you from a student who's struggling themselves to... Uh, financially, for people who just believe in you enough to want to support your campaign. In that 10-day period, we got almost 50,000 Americans uh, that were willing to put some money into our campaign. It was very, very inspiring. But mm-hmm. it's, a tough, it's the toughest part of this campaign for me. Mm-hmm. So what was that process like? Well, it was a moment of incredible, radical transparency. We decided to tell people, we need help, or mm-hmm. we're going to have a hard time building the, a campaign that can win. And so it was a little, a little bit about courage, sort of stepping out there and exposing the truth of your campaign. Mm-hmm. But I think when you take risks like that, there's often tremendous rewards. And there was in the sense that people didn't want to lose me in this race. And they rallied behind me. And, mm-hmm. and we got a really great injection of resources into our campaign. Mm-hmm. So that being said, now that there's a little more traction, I know you're um, opening up more offices in early voting states. Will you be expanding your Iowa staff as well? Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> the, the Iowa staff is... The first among uh, the contests, and mm-hmm. it's going to be the one that gets the most resources. Mm-hmm. So, are there any specific strategies moving forward in the early voting states? 
and work stage. hard. <laughs> we really believe that the more people who hear my message, to get to connect with me, the better we do. We see that in nights like this with so many people coming up to me afterwards and saying, you got me. I'm going to caucus for you. You were, I was in, you were in my top three, but now you're my number one. The best thing we have going for us is for people to come and hear my message. Mm -hmm. And I know something that's a lot different with your speeches than other candidates is that yours are very personal. You tell a lot of personal stories. Do you maybe see any effects of that? Like, do people ever tell you that they feel like they can connect with you? Better? Yeah, I hear that a lot. I heard that tonight. Mm -hmm. um, look, the ideas that candidates have are really important, mm -hmm. but the ideas that separate us in the Democratic stage are small compared to what we're running against and who we're running against. And I think that people need to understand that you have the ideas necessary to get great things done, but that, that I also feel connected to you, that you're authentic, that I, I feel the sense of urgency you have. I know what your spirit's about. I know your character. I know your values. And that's what I think is, is a lot of what's important and why in my lifetime, seeing everybody from Barack Obama to Jimmy Carter, these are people that won because of their character and what they, the, how they inspired and engaged with people in an authentic fashion. Mm -hmm. So that's how I prefer to talk on the stump, and I think it works. Mm -hmm. So you've been to Iowa City a few times now since the start of your campaign. So what about Iowa City, um, or excuse me, I guess, why is Iowa City such an important stop for you? Well, I think all of Iowa is, first of all, but this is definitely a great community where there's going to be really important caucuses here. And we're going to try to do our best to win this area. And so we're going to compete here. And, and that means I've been here a lot already, and I'm going to be, keep coming back. Definitely. So we, so I mean, I guess we have a, another Democratic um, debate coming up here soon. So what are you focused on kind of leading up to that debate? Um, you know, we're going to continue to work our campaign plan. And talk about issues that really matter, uh, we think should matter. You know, we were the first campaign to come up with an issue on child poverty. You know, the 170 plans, nobody's talked about this. We think it's a, an urgent moral issue. So we're going to continue uh, to come out with some really exciting policies. We have one coming out at the end of the week that I'm very excited about. Uh, um, and we're going to continue to talk about issues we think are relative, relevant and important. But more importantly, we're going to keep trying to give people a chance to meet me. Uh, we're going to keep organizing with great organizers here on the ground. Um, it's about executing a plan campaign. We have about four more months until the caucus is, so we're going to work really hard. Since we're the University of Iowa paper, we always ask everyone, um, do you have any strategies specific to mobilizing young voters, especially in Iowa? Yeah, two real big strategies. One is to speak to the issues that students really care about, and mm -hmm. that's everything from climate change, student loans, gun violence. It's amazing to see the young people and the issues that they're leading on, and we want to make sure that we can talk to those from an authentic space. Uh, and then number two, it's just to organize students. Students want to be uh, catered to like every Iowa voter. They want to meet you. They want to know who you are. They want to have a chance to engage with you. And so we're going to continue to do that kind of organizing. And we really want Iowa, uh, all students basically, uh, all students around Iowa, we want you to be involved in our campaign, help to lead in our campaign. And we hope that folks that are reading your newspaper will lean into the campaign and help us, uh, help us to win. Thank you so much. Thank for you so much. Thank you, guys. Are you kidding me? Thank you very much. All right. Thank you all so much for listening to our interview with United States Senator and Presidential Candidate Cory Booker. If you'd like to check out Julia's article over the entire event, please check out the Daily Iowan. Um, you can check out Julia's article. Um, the headline of the article is titled "Cory Booker Sink or Swim Fundraising Deadline: A Moment of Incredible Radical Transparency." Thank you all for listening. We'll see you next time on the Cloakroom.